Good evening. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your Sunday evening market weather update on August the 27th. For the most part, uh, the weekend weather provided very little in the way of significant changes, but there are some areas that are needing to be highlighted. India's forecast is still dry biased for the next 12 days in the northwest, and that includes Rajasthan and Gujarat, as well as neighboring areas of Pakistan and portions of northern Maharashtra and northwestern Madhya Pradesh. There may actually be drying in Punjab and Haryana, too. It's looking more and more like the monsoon will be withdrawing early, which normally occurs in the second week of the month. We do expect to see the China forecast turning a little drier. That'll be welcome. We do expect to see uh, the improving trend to occur in east-central and northern parts of the country. Over the weekend, three and a quarter to eight inches of new rain fell from Sichuan and Shangxi and Hubei uh, over towards Jiangsu and southern Shandong. The rain will linger a little bit on Monday, but it will come to an end after that and we'll likely see better weather. Typhoon Seoul is going to continue to be an interesting storm to keep an eye on. It is making a loop just to the east and northeast of Luzon Island in the Philippines and as we go forward through this week we're going to see that loop completed on Monday and then a north west track will likely take place passing the storm very close to the south coast of uh, Taiwan and then moving to Guangdong and or Fujian, China. The storm is going to be a typhoon and be fairly strong with lots of heavy rain, wind, and a storm surge, all of which could produce some damage to personal property and maybe some agriculture. The storm needs to be closely monitored. In addition to that, we're still watching the dry trend that's been present for a while in Australia's Queensland, northern New South Wales, and northern western Australia. These areas will get no rain of significance as we go forward through the next 10 days to two weeks. There will be some rain near the uh, Pacific coast in Queensland and northeast New South Wales, but not in the interior areas. And in southern Australia, we'll see lighter than usual rain, but there will at least be some showers around. And we expect Europe's weather to continue turning wetter. While the same may be true in the interior western parts of Russia and Belarus, the Baltic states, and western Ukraine, it is not going to be the case for areas to the east, eastern Ukraine, western Kazakhstan, and areas north into the middle Volga River Basin area will all see drier biased weather and continued warmer than usual temperatures. Now, the only exception to that will be it'll be a little cool biased in Kazakhstan for a few days this week. The U.S. Midwest is expected to continue drier than usual for the next 10 days. Now, that may be of great interest to the soybean market. It is going to have an impact on yields because some of these areas from Iowa over to Ohio and northward are not getting a lot of moisture, but especially from uh, from Iowa to Minnesota and parts of the eastern Dakotas, Wisconsin, maybe a few areas in Illinois. Now, we did get rain over the weekend from southern Nebraska, northern Kansas, into the Kentucky and southern Ohio areas, and the moisture was certainly welcome in those areas, but the rest of the Midwest was dry and will continue to be dry another 12 days. That means the upper Midwest is going to have some chronic dryness to deal with because it looks like it's not only going to be dry, but warmer than usual as well. The return of warmer than normal temperatures will take place at the end of this week, going through all of next week. Now, it may not be as hot as it was last week, but it'll still be notably warmer than usual. Tropical storm 
storm Idalia that will uh, did form over the weekend in the northwestern Caribbean Sea, and it will reach northern Florida and southern Georgia as a hurricane on Wednesday. Storm system, I believe, has potential to be stronger than what's being advertised by the Hurricane Center, and a close watch on the storm is going to be warranted. Landfall may occur between Cedar Key and Apalachicola, and that will again occur on Wednesday. Torrential rains and the storm surge of significance, along with some very strong wind speeds, will likely accompany the storm inland. That could produce some damage to all kinds of crops, fruits and vegetables, as well as some cotton in southern Georgia and a few areas in northern Florida. Peanuts might be uh, uh, subjected to some flooding, but they probably wouldn't be seriously damaged, and some soybeans could be negatively impacted, although they too will probably survive relatively well. Storms should be fast moving, so we're not expecting to see a prolonged impact. West Texas and the Texas Blacklands will pick up on some rain tonight and Monday. After that, another 10 days will likely occur of dry weather, and it looks like temperatures will be warmer than usual as well. Up in Canada's prairies, there's not going to be any real big changes. A restricted precipitation pattern is expected this week. Temperatures will be warmer than usual. In Ontario and Quebec, they will see some warmer biased temperatures and less rain, and that'll be good for the crops there. It's been kind of a cool latter part of the summer with a lot of rain. They could use a change, and it looks like they're going to get it. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.